the goal is that is that trophy at the end, right? And you want obviously you want to have to just play two games instead of three to make it to that game. So the thought that we literally are only playing a couple games left if we take care of business is like, how can you not sell out? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you not use every day as if it's your last, especially like, that's the whole, that's the whole mindset all the way back from training camp. But like now we're literally in it where it's like, like, I, like it truly is a new season. Like you have to recommit, you have to re dial in and re everything. Like you got like, this is a whole new season. Welcome to the Warner House. We are here on not a victory Monday, but that's okay. Like, it's not that serious this week. Um, because guess what? We're in the number one seed and we didn't need it. So it's okay. Like, God God got us, you know? Yeah, thank goodness. Um, it still just sucks, you know? To Let's lose. not dive too deep in. Okay, we're just sure, a few seconds sure, in. sure, sure. We so yeah. we're just going to – I just wanted to say that off the rip because um, we didn't win mm -hmm. yesterday. But mm -hmm. it's okay. Like, it was lighthearted. Everyone was happy. Like, bah. Um, you got – right? Oh, I mean – I mean – It was kind of like – it was a, a little bit weird. From a fan's perspective. From a fan's perspective, yeah. I'm sure you got – yeah. Everybody yeah. just, oh, well, we're still the one seed. We still get to buy. Yeah, it's kind of like a weird reaction. Like, oh, I'm not happy, but I'm also not that sad. But, yeah. No. I was ready to move on. Yeah. Get off of it. So, um, yeah, it's a fresh week. Um, this week, well, we'll just start with our days. How yeah. was your day? Man, my day was action-packed. Got straight to it. Literally just had just woke up this morning rejuvenated. Really? Rejuvenated, ready for this second season that we're about to embark on. Yeah. It's so crazy. We were, me and you were talking about earlier about how like a lot of people in the in the league right now are packing up their stuff today, going doing their exit interviews, and season is over. You know, and like they have to move on and get on their vacations and whatnot. Yeah. Basically, we get we get an extra season, and a lot of people don't. I know, and that's a blessing. No, I was and just talking. About, I was thinking, I was like, it's so weird to think like if yesterday was your last game mm -hmm. we would be like packing our bags to go somewhere for the weekend thank god that's not us no totally yeah yeah right it would seem it seemed it would seem like a very short season to be honest yeah luckily we we play for an organization we usually don't have to worry about those sort of things so we're good to go yeah how was your day Oh, my day had lots of ups and downs tell us about it i am officially eight months pregnant Mm. this week really yeah wow. weeks 31 through 35 are eight months okay and then you're in your ninth month at 35 through however long, however it, takes long it takes to for get that, that baby come out. out so eight months pregnant and i feel it like i said like i talk to you about often i had like i have i am having a really easy pregnancy with no you know surprises or bad things happening so I don't know I just like I feel it like I have a headache constantly from I mean it could be all kinds of different things not enough water my legs are throbbing my feet are throbbing I can't feel my fingers I can't I literally cannot breathe <sighs> take a breath that was a long 
winded answer. So you guys will hear me constantly, probably huffing and puffing in the mic. Sorry if that's annoying. Um, I can't breathe. I can't walk. Um, so yeah, just thinking about two more months of this is kind of crazy and wild. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? You're doing an amazing I job. I just, by the end of this, Fred, for real, like, I'm not going to be okay. Like, I, I already know. Like, I'm not going to be okay. Well, we're going to. We're going to make sure we tweak like, that mindset I'm gonna have a bit. To, Maybe they'll have to admit me a few days just because nope. I'm not going to be able to walk or move. We're just going to we're gonna get you all settled up in a cocoon. In we're going to have nice to get little, an ambulance to roll me out of here. We're going to go ahead and get you in a nice cocoon up in up in the bedroom just where you're able to just lie down. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll cater to you and make sure I get you your meals yeah. and your little yeah. drink. It's like, you know, yeah. just on bed rest until it's time. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. But then I say all of that and then – you know, I get up and I go and I do like a full day of cardio at the gym, you know? Some days are better than others. Sydney almost didn't want to do, you know, the, the podcast tonight. <laughs> I almost didn't make it. She almost didn't make it. And mm -hmm. so right now she's being a, a heck of a trooper for us to uh, to be here in, with her presence and doing obviously a my wonderful job. My spirits are high always. They yeah. Are, I try to make them high. Yeah. But my body is broken down. Okay. Almost to the ground. To the, through the ground. Through the ground. Yep. And imagining having to deliver a baby with a broken down body is crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. So All I'm right. feeling a little so crazy. Basically, it's, it's, it's just been a rough day is what it sounds like. The pregnancy is pregnancy. Okay. It's it's just been a rough day. Yeah. That's what That's what it sounds like to me. But yeah. you know what? I think tomorrow's going to be much better. Thank you for saying that. Tomorrow's going to be a lot better. Thank Don't you. you worry. Thanks. Um, Brett had a great day. His body feels amazing. He only you only had to play how many snaps yesterday? About uh, ten. And the, 10, how does 11. that feel on the bod? It's as if I did nothing. Really? Because your because mm -hmm. your body kind of goes into like it's like um what is it autopilot? Uh, what do you mean? Like when you you don't really have to think about it much. Like if you're, if you're only playing like ten plays, literally like you push on a button, your body just like does what it needs to do, and then it gets out. You know, mm. to where if you had to play more than that, you kind of have to like you know. Like really, no, really, no, really, no, really I mean, no, 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 that's yeah. not, that's not how it is at all. Like yeah. anytime you're told that you're suiting up for the game, you have to get your mind all the way right. Like you're playing 60 minutes, like, okay. and like, you know, I've, I've told you about how, like how long the process is and like all the little, all the little juices and powders and stuff you got to take to yeah. get you, get you in that mindset and make sure you're locked in, ready to go. You get yourself riled up because when you're out there and you're, you got to be on, on 15, yeah. you know, regardless of who's out there, whoever you're going against in the, in the situation, like you want to make sure you're putting the right thing on, on tape, on yeah. the field. And so the sucky part is getting pulled out after 10 plays. It's like, well, I couldn't, I didn't, I barely even got to like get my, you know, get my footing out there. Like you got to usually takes a little bit to get, start getting, getting the groove of the game. And by the time I was even, sniffing making a play i was yeah. already out so yeah you know that's just i was interested to see like when you were gonna i didn't know if you're gonna play until the half or if you're just gonna play like what you played um, yeah the plan was to play two quarters and then after the second series we got in we got interception yeah you know and they saw all they needed to see and okay. <laughs> made wanted to make sure we so got guys out healthy uh taylor hawkins Oh, and he, what what was his story? He's like. So he's been on the, well, rewind all the way back to training camp in preseason. He uh -huh. breaks his wrist in preseason, uh, you know, and they had oh, to, yeah. they had to, um, I forget what it's called. 
medically med- basically medically release him like he, he had to go get surgery he was off the team mm-hmm. and then he finally gets back healthy they sign him back he's been on practice squad and then uh you know we had some guys down at, at safety injuries and the situation they pulled him up for the game this is his first regular season action second year player and goes in there and gets interception in his first game. So cool to see that. He mm-hmm. was so happy. It made me, I was like smiling ear to ear when I saw that. No, it was cool. Super exciting to mm-hmm. see that. So sweet. So that was just a little bit of touch on the game. We are blessed, like I said in the very beginning, that we have this bye week. Fred has his bye week off. I've never experienced this before now that I'm in this football world. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. It's You know what's so funny? Like I've experienced the one year where we didn't make it to the playoffs which was a bizarre year that was mm-hmm. covid year everything was weird that year and then ever since we've been to the playoffs which mm-hmm. is really nice but mm-hmm. we've never i've never experienced you being you guys being the one seed during the playoffs so that usually you feel like it's like luxury you mm-hmm. know like you're like oh you get to rest and spirits are high like you know it's like um you know what it's like it's like when you are in school and you have the good enough grades to where you don't have to take the the finals. The finals. And oh you're my like, gosh. That was you? Know. So it depends on the class. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the class. It depends on the class. Okay, so like what classes were we excelling in? I was excelling in literature. Okay, literature. Uh, English, literature, language, literature. creative writing. Mm, so basically all the English classes were that was your top Math, I was definitely taking the final. Okay. Definitely taking the final. Definitely? Definitely. Whoa. <laughs> With a capital D. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we uh, we aced the season. Mm-hmm. And so luckily we don't have to uh, take this little final here this week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the goal is that is that trophy at the end, right? And you want – obviously you want to have to just play two games instead of three to make it to that game. So – the thought that we literally are only playing a couple games left if we take care of business is like, how can you not sell out? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you not use every day as if it's your last? Especially, like, that's the whole that's the whole mindset all the way back from training camp. But like now we're literally in it where it's like, like, I, like it truly is a new season. Like you have to recommit. You have to re-dial in and re everything like you got like this is a whole new season you know you gotta you gotta well, really sell there's only three games that's what i'm saying like yeah. and you gotta really recommit and and completely give yourself to this thing that we're trying to trying to achieve like this isn't about you this is about the team is like, that how the team feels absolutely you you mean that and you believe that I do. not just you because you obviously carry you know like you're a special breed oh thank you honey okay but sometimes it's like okay i just hope we're all on the same page that's all i'm gonna say listen we are and I, if I ever felt like we weren't, then and I need we needed to have some sort of kumbaya and talk about it, then yeah. we would have that. But I truly believe in the men that we have in the building and what everybody's made of. Yeah. And we we're gonna get it done. Well, the talent's there for sure. It's just like I hope everyone's like is it as motivated. Yeah, no, that's not. It has nothing to do about talent. Talent don't win you nothing at the end. It, you it gives you a so? chance. Give you a chance. Mm. Character, character brings you all the way there. And I think Kyle kind of hit it on the head. You know, he's talking to us in the team meeting before this past game. You know, we're talking about certain things. And, you know, it's so crazy, all the experiences we've had in this short time. Uh, what, he's been coaching this team for seven years. I'm, I've been on it for six. Mm-hmm. And having been to the pinnacle 
you know, that game where you can win it all and you lose it. Having been to like NFC championship games and like we've been the underdog where we got all the way, we had to go into Green Bay, win it, and we get it to the Rams, we lose. We've been, you know, hot last year where we're undefeated all the way up until the NFC championship game and have, have a, a key injury and we lose. And then obviously having the one seed and losing. So it's like the thing that you realize though is like we feel, we have felt that we've had the best team in the NFL in a lot of those years. Mm but it's not about who the best team is. It's not. It's about who can play the best. And who has the best quarterback. <laughs> who who can play the best in those three hours? Okay. Because like I like I keep saying, there's no seven-game series like luck? NBA. You think luck ties into it at all? Ties into I don't believe in luck. No? You know what my, my coach Johnny Holland says? The harder you work, the luckier you get. So you don't think Michigan had a little luck last week against Bama? I'm sure you probably think so because right. you're Alabama diehard, but I guarantee you okay. little things add up over time. Yeah. There's probably little things that you saw throughout the season in Alabama oh, that probably, it was dicey. Yeah. Hey, it, it carried yeah. over into that game and it showed on in the biggest stage. Totally. So there's no such thing as luck. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Okay. Some people they are like, oh, like there was interceptions I had this year where it's like, oh man, Fred's so lucky. They just throw the ball right to him. Oh, he's in the, no. he's in right there in that. Hey, yeah. I've been working my whole career for like things just kind of come when you're doing things the right way. Yeah. So anyway, this isn't the NBA. There's no seven game series and the NBA. Usually the best team wins okay. because they have so many chances to like right their wrongs. If they lose a game, I'll get, guess what? There's game two. There's game three. There's game four. There's no game four or five, six, seven with us. It's okay. literally one, one game. Yeah. So it's time to recommit and dedicate your life for one game. Mm-hmm. Out of time. No. One okay. game. But you have to get to that one game, right? Literally all we have is one game. Okay. That's the time. mindset. That's the mindset. Okay. One game is left in this season. If you start thinking ahead, oh, okay. we're going to trot through the first round and trot through the second NFC Championship game. No, we're gonna no, make no. It. Wait, you guys know there's no trotting because we have literally, I mean. What? Our history says it all. I mean, we go to those games and it doesn't usually, you know. Things happen. <laughs> so I, we definitely, I don't think we have it's the about just It's right now, it's, just, it's about winning one game. That's all it is, really. Okay. And then once so, you win that one game, man, we just earned ourselves another one. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just one. So scary. And we don't know who we play. I know. So you can sit there, you can be like, oh, let me watch film on literally four different teams that we can possibly play. That's probably not going to help you. So back to what you said kind of about Bama and like you said, there's, you know, there's probably little things that, you know, got them to where they are at now, which is, you know. On the couch. Yes. Do you think this week, so that, that you guys have the bye week, that's what you'll focus on is just like little things? Because mm-hmm. like you can't really, like you don't know who you play yet until, you know, almost the game time. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You You work at the fundamentals and technique okay. of the game of football. Because people think playoff time comes, like I've been a part of what, this will be my fourth playoffs. And the thing I learned early on, especially from the older guys who have been there, done that, I was like, like, what's the key? Like, what what do we have to do different now that we're in the playoffs to make it, you don't do nothing different. Mm. There's no special scheme. There's no special play, player. Mm. You literally, the fundamentals and technique of your, position you want to make sure that you're so dialed in and focused on the basics 
that you do it better than everybody else in the in the league. So then when that three hours comes, if all 11 players on that field at one time are doing the little things right, playing and play out, I mean, you see the times that we've lost. What like the thing, It's just the little things. Yeah. Defensively, all oh, guys out of his gap. Oh, we miss a tackle. A blown assignment in the in coverage. Like little things. Oh, we we turn the ball over. Oh, you know, like it's just if all eleven are right on point, playing and play out, and you're doing it as fast as violent as possible. That's when you overwhelm cats. Anything else? No, I mean, I think that's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I'm excited. It's, it's exciting. It's an exciting time, mostly because I'm, I'm rambling, obviously, because this is obviously. No, it's good. Very, Get it off your chest, babe. Yeah, I have Get to it off your chest. Our podcast. Get it off um, your chest. It's an exciting time because you don't realize, you know, the thing that happened to us last year in the NFC Championship game, like, it's that stings, mm-hmm. you know, because you didn't really have a chance. Mm-hmm. You lose your quarterback in the second series of the draw of the game and like you don't have a chance mm-hmm. and you don't just get to blink and snap your fingers and you're right back in that moment at a chance at winning a super bowl like no you had to start at ground zero day one training camp otas yeah we had a lot of talent but like you've got to you've got to put the work in you and you've got a whole new team you've got to grind we still have new players that have literally just joined the roster within weeks that are going to like play key minutes and like we find like and the season flies by, but we earned this number one seed. And we earned this opportunity once again to be right there on the cusp of doing what we what we set out to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what's most exciting is like now we're here. You better do something about it because <laughs> they don't come around often. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you're 49er, they, opportunities come around often, but you better make it. It's a good franchise. Well, it better, and we need to make it a, the greatest of all time. I know we do. It already is. I mean, they already, they already won five of them. No, I know. But it's been about since nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it's our turn. Yeah. So 49ers lose to Rams twenty one to twenty. It is what it is. It's fine. You know, it was kind of like it was cool seeing all the young guys out there and backup quarterbacks and da da da. da. Let me just say, my players of the game: Flanagan Fowles, number one; Oren Burks, number two. Wow, just gonna to it. Yeah, my linebackers really showed out, and yeah, you know we got we got guys like D. Winters coming in there, rookie. But just Flan, he you, I was watching. He was he was. You see his stat line? Fired up. Ten tackles, three for a loss. Wow. Three tackles for loss. That's awesome. And Oren Burks with a sack. And Oren just is. Ba- I was surprised to see him out. I don't know. Was he there last game? I didn't know that he Redskins was. Redskins was his first game back. From okay, injury. I didn't realize that he was. He, healthy. he played. He played a few snaps. He, it wasn't. It wasn't a big um, workload type of day but oh, yeah. he's out there good that's he's had his so best good season. i'm so happy he's I was, back it was unfortunate that he hurt his knee but but he's back when it matters right there right? you go so i'm so excited so this past game was great for him to kind of really get get his bearings make some plays yeah and we're feeling great good. as an lb unit i mean we're ready to lead the way totally mm-hmm. um i guess we can talk about puka nakua it was the day of puka <laughs> <laughs> That's all I heard. Good lord! Oh, you're sick of it. <laughs> I mean, it was just constant. It was con- if, if you were if you were on the watching it from home. Oh. oh yeah, I didn't go to the game, guys. Yeah, how crazy! I mm-hmm. didn't go to the game. It, the trend this week is me not feeling well, so I woke up Sunday, and it was things were not well. Mm-hmm. 
So I talked about it with Fred. We kind of talked about it. I was like, you know, he knew that he wasn't going to be in for what, like 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, that helps me make the decision to stay at home, watch the game at home with my mom. And it was like, I'm so Much glad that I did that because yeah. I know that if I would have went, I would have been, been feeling even worse today. And I would have just not been like happy. It would, I would have been so uncomfortable. But all of that to say, I was at home watching mm. the game. And yes, it if you were Puka watching, show. it was the Puka Nakua show. Mm, totally. As it should have been. Okay. I, listen, you got to give the kid his flowers. I don't know anything right, about Obviously, I'm, I'm biased because it's a fellow BYU Cougar. Go Cougs. And, you know, I play with his older brother, Kai Nakua. Shout out, Kai. You know, that's that's my guy. Um, He accomplished something really amazing yesterday, you know, to have the most receptions and yards by a rookie in NFL history. And I think that that record has stood, has stood for, like, a lot of years. Yeah. A lot of years. I don't know how long, but it's been up for a, a long time. So, you know, some people are like, man, he's not that fast. You know, he's not that his routes aren't that crispy. Look, you don't just do something like that, accomplish something like that, just because you're out there fooling around. This kid is legit. Well, I'll say something. And I, he made the Pro Bowl. Right. Earlier, I said I didn't know much about him. But then I think back and I'm like, I actually do because I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Year. Fred got asked to go and speak to the BYU football team um, when they were here playing Stanford. Mm -hmm. And so he's close with the head coach still. And the head coach of the Cougars asked Fred to just speak to the team and just, you know, like whatever. I don't know what that's called. It's like a pregame yeah, speech. Yeah, just a little, yeah, a little talk. So little Fred did that. And then I remember after, um, you know, you spent some time with Puka and all of that because you've known their family and his brother and all of that. And then after on the way home, you were like, I was like, okay, so teach, who are these, you know, Cougs? Like, do you see someone that ever like stands out to you? And, da, 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 da. and he's like, yeah, I mean, there's players, you know, here and there. But one guy that I think has the mindset, like you didn't even talk about like his play. You were just like the way that he came up to you afterwards, I guess, and asked you questions and was just like really, really dialed into you and what you had to say and was just kind of like you just said he's different like he's like locked in differently and he's mm -hmm. got that recipe that formula that you need to succeed in the nfl mm -hmm. and it's like crazy that you called it no 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 uh, i'm not saying that you called that it but like he was already going to be great no matter what but he mm -hmm. like he's just like made of the right stuff like you always say yeah. on the field and off it's um how do i put this it's hard enough to just make it in the league like just to make it to the nfl you know, a lot of things got to go your way. And Puka, like, was a very star-studded recruit out of high school. Oh, was he? Yes. You probably don't know this, but he played for Washington. Oh, I didn't know that. Committed to Washington, UW, out of high school and played there for one year and then wanted to go play with his brother who was, who was playing at Utah. They both transferred together and went to BYU. Oh, it's so like they played together. A, a little bit like a Troy Fred story. They go to BYU, and I mean, the kid could have went anywhere. Like, he literally could have been at USC, really? like all, all these type of schools. Like, very, very like. So he's just talented. Highly tout, highly touted, like receiver. Okay. So it wasn't some like underdog story. Like the kid been a baller for no, a long no, time. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but like things at BYU, just like injuries, you know, and it's you know just coming out of there is like a little harder to get. I mean, it just depends on the position too. Like teams. They look at like what's the history of at the position, you know, for your school, and like if there's not a lot of people that have come out of there at that position and been successful, they look at you like oh, I don't know. That's just how the NFL works and like scouting. So you got to prove it. 
and uh, you know, Puka getting drafted in the fifth round, probably a little low than what you know he probably would have liked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and just like you mentioned it, like when I when I talked to him, he just the mindset was there. Yeah. That's the thing that yeah. stood out the most to me. So I'm like, he got a chance to do something. Yeah. Not to do what he did because literally breaking records that have been in place for this long and being a pro bowler in your rookie season, these are things that are unheard of, mm -hmm. like unheard of. Mm -hmm. These, you've got to be the best of the best in the entire NFL to make the, like to do these sort of things. Mm -hmm. So to do it in your first year is incredible. Like it's, it's something that you can't really put into words. Like yeah. it's, it's, you couldn't really... have projected that he would do this, but you did like, no, notice like I, this kid's like, he's got, the, I would he's... never take credit for knowing that. Oh, no, totally. It was just like something that he, I, think... I knew he had a, a, sh a shot to be successful yeah. and to do with this early on is like, whoa. Mm. I always look at you and like what you're made of and like who you are and why you're so successful. And then when you see, when you're able to like, uh, see those, you know, attributes in yeah. someone else, I think is, is cool to see that. Cause then, you know, they're probably going to be successful and look at him. And a lot of it has to do with your situation. Like he obviously went to in, into a situation where there was a need at the position. Yeah. Uh, Sean McVay obviously had a plan for him. He showed the things necessary throughout training camp to like get him in there and, yeah showed out ever since so i'm super happy for him that's that's pretty tight today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. so with the new year here there's all kinds of anxieties and things to stress and worry about with the new year literally here already so personally i will be postpartum soon so with postpartum comes a lot of unknowns scaries that i talk to fred often about that you just you know you don't know how you're gonna do a lot of women struggle with postpartum depression and everything that comes with that so so there's just so much unknown crazy things that happen and I am one for I like to be prepared mentally for things. So if it's too much to take on, you know, therapy is always a really good source to go to. So with better help, you can get help with finding your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that actually stick with whatever you're going through. Um, if you're thinking of starting therapy, definitely give better help a try. It's completely online, which is a really convenient for people that need a more flexible schedule with their therapy choices like me. I'm not able to just hop in the car anymore like I used to. So um, that's really nice, especially if you are just starting out fresh with therapy. So celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash warner today to get 10% off your first month that's betterhelp help.com slash warner so when we talk about rookie of the year correct me if i'm wrong would it so he would be in the running for that i'm guessing yes and would the would would um the texans quarterback be in the running for mm -hmm. that and is it by like offense defense or is it mm -hmm. it's only one Offense rookie of the year, defense rookie of the year. Oh, okay, so there's only one. So between him and, and the guy from Texas. You think that's it? This is him too? Oh, yeah, no, there's nobody else in contention. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of offensive rookies who've had um, great seasons, I'm sure, but not like them too. Who do you think deserves it? Um, It's hard for me <laughs> to say. If I'm going, if I'm being biased, then obviously I'm going to say Puka deserves it. But you can also be biased because uh, the quarterback of your coach slash BFF. And that's the thing is like, which, which is harder which is harder to play in the NFL quarterback or receiver and obviously quarterback so the fact that I saw like a stat where um players that have I forget what it is like led the league in interception touchdown ratio and some other stat and it was like Tom Brady 
Joe Montana and uh what's what's his kid's name? Um CJ Stroud. There was those three mm-hmm. in all of NFL history. I'm like, he literally did that in his rookie year. So he's done some pretty impressive stuff. Obviously the Houston's in the position they are because of what D'Amico's done, but I think you it's can't do it without a, a quarterback. I think it's probably gonna be Puka. Either player is very deserving. They both deserve it. We're They're both very two. deserving. So whoever doesn't get it, like, uh, you know, you can't be mad because both players have totally. balled out and done some like spectacular things in their first year. Mm-hmm. If we if we had somebody from our team be rookie of the year, who would it be? You talking about for offense? Um, both. Offense and defense. Yeah. Um, offensively, I'd have to say Ronnie Bell, receiver. Key special team returner for us. He's come in, played receiver. I think he's got a he got a couple of tugs yeah, this year. A couple of touchdowns. Year. I mean, last he game. had a touchdown this game. Mm-hmm. A touchdown two weeks ago versus the Ravens. Had one earlier in the year. I think against the Giants. He's had he's had a few tugs. Really good. I mean, he showed he showed out in the preseason. Like remember, like he was like yes, Debo Sam- like Debo Samuel out yes. there, like breaking tackles, yes. getting Wait. out of there. Yeah, he so definitely he showed out. Yeah, so I probably. I'd probably give it to him. Um, and then defensively, you know, there's, you know, a couple guys that have really played a huge role as well. And I, I'd probably give it to Jair Brown. Jair Come Brown. in playing huge minutes for us to safety. Mm-hmm. When Huff went down, one of our key, key players, key leaders. When you were a rookie, did you have years like those two? Or was it more of a quiet year for you? you did you did I what? Like when you were a rookie, okay. the rookie year, did yeah. you have like a splash crazy year? No, or did, was it more quiet? I mean, it was it was solid. It's but hard. it wasn't like something crazy. No, no, not at all. No, okay. it was not like no no yeah. like poking the cool situation. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just wasn't ready. I, not to say I wasn't ready because starting at Mike linebacker in the NFL. Is, is, I remember is you hard. always talk about that Vikings game. It's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. All right, you need to play Mike, and you, you never played it before your entire life, mm-hmm. and then you're being thrust in there to give the calls to Richard Sherman's and DeForest Buckner's and That's all these so like. Cool. That's what made you who you are, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm so grateful. Yeah, but I just wasn't ready to like step into the league and be like I'm him type yeah. of type of situation. Yeah. I was like swimming, treading water like this, like you a little doggy, swimming. like a little doggy paddle. Like no. I come in every week after a game, be like, oh, "Are they gonna bench me?" Oh my god! No. Oh my god! Oh, no! Oh, I'm still the starter. You just okay. didn't believe in yourself yet. There you go. And now that's you a big know part of it. Who the f you are? Say it again, sister. I don't want to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. I guess it takes. That's a lot. That, that's yeah. a lot of it, what it is. I talk about it often. It's the mental barrier that you place on yourself that you got to overcome because everybody that's in the NFL is good. Everybody is talented. You're there for a reason. It's just about eliminating that mental barrier. Like where you're like, no, I'm going to be a part of this pack of people instead of being a a part of the upper echelon Mm -hmm. level of players. Mm -hmm. You remove that barrier and you work to attain what you want to attain. You could put yourself right up there. I believe that. And that's what I did. I'm still going. Totally. You haven't even hit your peak yet. That's no. what's crazy. Yeah, the prime hasn't even been 
unlocked. Well, speaking of um, the Texans, D'Amico Ryan's Texans win the AFC South and earn four seed in the playoff. Houston's went 3-13-1 in 2022 and 10 wins, seven losses in 2023 under D'Amico. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. Like he's going to go down in the history books. Absolutely. I mean, it's, un- it's insane. This is unheard of to do something like this in your first season. Um, and like, it's, it's because of the culture that he's created and like the mindset he has, the type of leader that he's type of human being and leader that he is, Mm is, is uh top notch, but to have a rookie to hit on a rookie quarterback, like he has forget how the season's gone. Like, all right, yeah, this is great that you've even achieved this, but like to hit like that at that position. So did he have makings in the drafting of this guy? Uh yeah. Okay, so he that was part of him. This is his first like draft. Class. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it's not like they drafted Had, before okay. they hired him. Okay. So this is his first draft class, and to have hit on such a star at quarterback, regardless of how the season's gone, you know that the future is extremely bright. Yeah. Because that right there runs the entire show. You gotta have, you gotta have a a, a star right there at that position to have a chance to win Lombardi, mm-hmm. hoist the Lombardi. And they got one. So now they could just load up the rest of the roster and just and then keep working hard. Yeah. And it's still in the right so culture. Happy. I was so happy when they won that game to get in the playoffs. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. He's he's amazing. We love him. Yeah, so we'll see if they can uh I don't know who they play in the first round, but if they can win a game Wait, in the playoffs, like I think then, I know. then they're really Oh yeah, it says right here. They play the Cleveland Browns, who are hot. Are they? Yeah, but they, it's at it's a home game though. They get to play in Houston. Okay. Yeah. That's really exciting for because has Houston had like a a winning past in the past years? Or has it been like a? It's been they since always been kind the of last good? time they went to the playoffs. I think it was 2019. Oh wow! So it's been a few years since yeah. they ever made the playoffs. So now the Houston fans are gonna get you know they're in it. Oh, they're in it. That That's playoff so atmosphere is something different. That's good. So H Town gonna be Texas football. H Town gonna be cracking, <laughs> boy. Okay, so another game from around the league. The Saints beat the Falcons 48-17. There's some kind of controversial ending. Fred, I'm going to let you dive in on that because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know all the all the details. Basically, what from what I heard was the, the Saints are beating up on the Falcons pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. The, the, the game is out of reach. The Saints had just got an interception. Tyron Matthew okay. runs it down all the way to the one-yard line. Gets tackled at okay. the one before he scores. Okay. So now there's only a, a couple seconds left in the game, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're already up like two, three scores. So the Saints are like, all right, we're going to get in victory formation. We're going to kneel the kneel the ball, run the clock out, and the game will be over. Okay. However, the quarterback, Jameis Winston, before the of play the of the Saints, okay. he huddles up the team in the huddle. Hey, fellas, uh, what y'all want to do? Do you want to you want to go for this touchdown right here, or do you want to take a knee? And Jamal Williams, my brother, who another BYU Cougar, hadn't scored all year. Last year he had he was the the touchdown leader in the league with the Lions. This year he hadn't scored a touchdown. Like, hey, should we get our boy Jamal a touchdown, or do you guys want to take a knee? And everybody in the huddle like, oh, we want to we want to we want to run it. Are you sure that was said and that that was what was said in that huddle? This is what I'm hearing. Okay. Like I said, I don't know all the details. Okay. 
but this is what I heard. Okay. So boom, they're like, oh, we want to run it. Okay. So they still line up in victory formation like they're about to kneel it. So the defense, once you see that, you're like, oh, okay, boom, you don't even you don't Game's even play. Yeah, you don't even play the play. They said, said I, and he hands it off to Jamal and he runs in and scores the touchdown. The the Falcons coach is livid on the other sideline. They because the game ends, he starts walking to midfield because the head coach is shaking hands. He starts walking to midfield. He's like, What the was that? Cussing him out, the head coach of the Saints. Thinking that the Saints head coach was the one who formulated that. But the Saints head coach didn't know anything about it. What did he say? He tried to calm him down and be like, no, that wasn't me. I wasn't trying. I didn't I didn't call it. And then so oh. that's why there's been this whole debacle Way of people, throw your guy of under people the bus. trying to have it explain this up. The Falcons coach gets fired, by the way. Wait, why? The the season they had wasn't the best. Oh, okay. It had nothing to do with that whole situation, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But they didn't have a they underperformed throughout the season. Yes. So he gets fired. And so that's his last moments is having that sort of like oh, situation. Man. But then now the Saints head coach is having to explain himself. The quarterback, James Winston, is having to explain himself for why it happened. Well, he should take it on and put it on his back. No, he did. Oh, he did. He did. Okay. Well, as long as he put it on his back, I stand with the Saints. Because <laughs> as long, I'm not – okay, you shouldn't do something that your coach told you not to do. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you have to, like, make the right decision for your team. He's the quarterback, right? And these are his teammates. He's playing every day with these guys. Okay. He's suiting up every day. You know, like, these are his, like, you know, this is the the pack. Okay. And you're like, okay, like, we, if, if what you say is true, and they were like, mm-hmm. we really want this for so-and-so. Like, we really want this. Like, okay. they were losing anyways. There was two scores. Like, who gives a crap? The Saints were winning. The yeah, Falcons so were losing anyway. That's yeah. what I mean. Yes. So I think if it was the way that you sliced and diced it, mm-hmm. I stand with the Saints. The Falcons. Take the L, babe. Take it. Hey, you know I, I don't. I get it's in bad taste. I totally. I'm just saying from like it. It's in, definitely in bad taste. Like it's not the. It's not the classiest thing to do. Mm. It's definitely not a good look. Okay. But are the Saints really known for being like this prim and proper team? No, I don't think so. They're like you know. Well, I mean, we're not gonna say that they don't have good sportsmanship. Like, oh no, they, no, yeah, I'm they, not saying sportsmanship. They're, they're like a gritty team, like you know, New Orleans. Like they're they, got, the, they got great sportsmanship over there. I'm not saying they're not sportsmanlike. Okay. I'm just saying they're like a. Uh, you know, they're kind of like, you know, the Raiders are kind of scary. That's the they Saints? They have that, like, vibe. The Saints have a scary vibe? I think so. I mean, I'm from Alabama, so, okay. like, the, you're definitely more intimidated by the Saints than you are the Falcons. Like, the Falcons are... Okay, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and move on As a there. fan! Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Anyways, all that to say, that's a really weird situation to be put in. Especially the coach of the Saints, oh my gosh. It, absolutely. It was, a, I'm sure, very Which there are a lot of apologies awkward, going out this Very week. awkward situation after all that. With the aftermath. Um, is that guy in trouble, the quarterback, or is it just kind of like it is what it is? Um, nothing's not happening. Like like, there, there's like announcers who, like you know, sports announcers oh. were like calling for him to be fired, you know, like or cut, you know, what I'm saying well, for something like that. Have literally no say so. Okay, so on to the next. Should we? I mean, basically talk about the playoffs real quick. So we play the lowest seed remaining after this weekend. And what does that mean? So what that means is we play um the worst team in terms of wins and losses? No. No. In terms of seeding. Seeding. So right now I think this is how the seeding goes. Green Bay at 7, Rams at 6, Eagles at 5, Tampa Bay at 4. 
So it'll be one of those four teams. Oh, okay. I didn't even know. Depending on how those games go this weekend. Okay. So we'll be ready, regardless of the opponent. Um, so yeah, it's just like a week of just dwindling down, getting these games going. They start on Saturday, they end on Sunday, so we'll know who we're playing Saturday or Sunday. Uh, we could know as late as Monday. As late as Monday. As late as Monday. So how is that Monday? Because Monday the Eagles play the Tampa. Oh, Bay. there is a Monday night game next there, week. Next week, yeah. Oh, okay. So it'll it'll just depend on how the games go. Okay. There is a game going on tonight. What? The, uh, the national championship. championship. Yeah, there is. I see Michigan taking the Michigan. Yeah, Michigan was uh was winning that game. Um, let's see if I can look at the score really quick. Let us know. They were up when we when we last were watching, and they're still up twenty to thirteen. It's Ooh. a tight ball game in the third quarter, middle of the third quarter. Yeah. Who do you think pulls it out based on I what you Michigan saw? I think Michigan probably wins. They Michigan have like probably. they're they're pretty good. They're a pretty good team. I don't know. I think. I mean. It could go either way. Initially, I'd said Michigan. Well, Washington's was win been game. losing the whole game, so for them to come back, uh, they got a quarterback that can do it. Yeah, that's all I know. Okay. Well, is that's... there anything uh, non-football that you would like to discuss? There's nothing really going on in our life besides football. M- remember, we watched that little uh, Golden Bachelor wedding. Oh yeah, I there's mean, not really much to underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, Hard Knocks is brutal for the Dolphins right now. When does that come on? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Wait, it's I brutal for him right now. Yeah. Oh. I feel bad for, you know, guys like Tua and obviously McDaniel. And for some reason, they just cannot get it together during in the late part of the season. It's not that bad, though, right? No, I mean, playoffs. they're in the playoffs for sure, yeah, but they yeah. lost the division when they had that thing tied up ready ready to ready to go you know and so that's just that's gonna be a good game dolphins kansas city we'll see what do you mean we'll see like it'll be a good game to watch like it'll be like a hard no yeah i think i think it's a it's a cool matchup for sure that so whoever wins that game is out like one of those teams is done you mean whoever loses that game yeah yeah that's That's so crazy because they're playoffs that's so crazy that's the playoffs it's a big one um, yeah, so we're into we're watching a little bit of the hard knocks right now. What else am I watching? Oh, I've dove in very deep into Real Housewives of Miami. Oh, that is my show. I'm just I, I love everything about it. Alexia is my queen. Um, I just I just can't believe I didn't you know get on that franchise earlier. I, I love a good Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, of course New Jersey, but I never thought about Miami. And wow, incredible. Or do you like it too? Don't act like you don't. No, Nothing's not going on in music right now. Is, you know what I call that? What I call that show? That's enough. Nothing's going on in music. Nothing's really going on. You guys, nothing's going on in our life besides football and pregnancy. So if it's not about football or pregnancy, we don't really talk about it. I love it. <laughs> That's exactly how it should be. Yeah. That's exactly. How what it are we going to talk about after I have this baby and you guys, the season's done? Uh, we'll talk about who's changing the diaper next. And that'll be you. Probably. And I'll do the feeding. <laughs> and you'll do the diapering. <sighs> but, uh, okay, so let's answer some questions. Hey, okay, how about you start us off? I haven't done this in a long time. This will be fun. Okay. Okay. Courtney Anderson, 8983, ask, what are you looking forward to the most about becoming parents? What is the advice that everyone keeps giving you? 
Hmm. I'll let you go first. You'll let me go first? Mm-hmm. What am I looking forward to? And what's the best advice? Um, I mean, the advice, I don't know, because I, I don't think I've gotten much advice other than just taking it one day at a time, being present, you know, really just enjoying the little moments, regardless of what that is, you know, because time flies, especially when they're, when, they're, when they're in the newborn stage. I'm just excited for him to finally be here. Yeah. I want to see him. I want to see him. I want to hold him. I want to see what he looks like. You know what he looks like, kind of. No, that's not what he looks like. We went this past week, you guys, and we got a 4D ultrasound, and it was incredible. I recommend anyone that is pregnant to do it if you're like us and want to know and see and you're you're like that. Some people like to wait. It's I think it's beautiful either way. But we did see him, and he is just so stunning, gorgeous, beautiful. It's just so – because, like, the last time I saw him, he was like a little bean. And now he's got <laughs> facial features, and he was a human being. It's just crazy. Yeah, no, it was insane to look at. It was so crazy. Um, But, yeah, I think just seeing it in person, it will be – much better than a little little photo. I know. I think what am I looking forward to the most? Wow. I think what I'm looking forward to the most would be I don't know, yeah, just having him here. I mean, it's just going to be such a new we're going to be parents. Like I don't it's going to be just it's going to rock our world in every way. Um, so I just think him being here and, and not having this like suspense anymore, not having to be, I think a lot of, a lot of people out about the advice thing, a lot of people give you kind of like, they don't really give you advice. They kind of like scare you a little bit. And I think I'm excited to like, finally just experience it for myself mm-hmm. and be able to kind of work through all those days and weeks and months of like the dog days and try to see, so I'm just going to really try to see the good, you know? I'm going to try my hardest not to get down and, you know, I don't know. It's going to be all new to us. So I don't know how I'm going to react, but I'm hoping that I can, I'm a very strong willed, strong minded woman. So I hope that I can just, you know, get through the hard parts. Like you said, enjoy the newborn stage because it's only there for so long. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they start doing things, but I honestly, I think I'm going to feel like it's time's going slower. Mm rather than fast in the moment that's how it feels yeah and then you blink and then all of a sudden they're walking around it's like wait a second you think so? what happened yeah that's how i mean that's just what i see that's when you what care I... for something for 24 hours a day seven mm-hmm. days a week you that's think it goes really fast that's just what i hear hmm. that's what i hear i don't know I've never done it but anyway i mean i you know how i keep saying like i wish it was tomorrow which is tomorrow i'm like you know what at this point it's literally in striking distance now where you, you can kind of smell it you can sniff it uh, and once yeah. it's here he's here so i'm like you know what i'm just gonna enjoy I'm, yeah you know me and you time until it's here and we'll really cherish these moments. I'm sure those last remaining. Yeah, totally. You know, before it gets here. I know. Okay. Next question. At Daniel Hernandez. Wow. See, this is a nice, simple ad name. That's just, I can really respect that. Hi, long, hi, long time Niner fans since the eighties. My question is, do you eat Mexican food? And if you do, what's your favorite PS? I got your Jersey for, for Christmas. My favorite dub city dang i really missed saying that yesterday unfortunately but it'll be back don't worry um yeah of course i eat mexican food and uh you know i'm a big street tacos guy um you know sydney always makes fun of our family because she says every time we get together every meal we have street tacos 
and how we we just sweat taco juice because of how much how many tacos we eat any variation any variation of tacos is what we eat i guess so yeah um so that's what the warner family uh dabbles in yeah for our meals together and sydney has adopted it as well i don't make them she doesn't make them but she indulges when the time comes yes (laughs) (laughs) and what else did he he said something else didn't he here um your jersey oh p.s okay well thank you so much everybody that gets my jersey by the way i'm very grateful i heard it was sold out is that true that's kind of what I hear sometimes like, too. It was they, like, I can't get it. I can't get it. It's because it's not like a Christian McCaffrey or George Kittle jersey where they what keep them. They keep them in stock at the what at the team. To mean? They keep them Sorry. in stock at the team store and everything. Like my what? jersey, you gotta like custom make it and all sorts of things. You know, that's just really effed up. But anyway, I mean, when I go into this in the stadium every home game and I see the fans wearing my jersey, it's it getting truly, a lot. It truly means the world. And every year, more and more jerseys are filling up that stadium. At 49ers, make more. Fred Warner jerseys because that's what the people want. Give the people what they want. And I'm let's very, stop. I'm very grateful. That's let, all I'll say. Let's give the people what they want. That's all I'm saying. Because I did see they were out of stock. Really? Restock them. Okay. Last question at b underscore u. Fred, throughout your career, would you say that you were a natural born leader, or did that role come to you? Um, and if so, how did you learn to motivate and speak confidently to people? Hmm. Wow, that last part right there kind of hit. Uh, well, the whole question hit, but that last part specifically, because you don't realize that it is hard to stand in front of a group of grown men who are all the best at what they do, and like, and you know, say something that's gonna mean that's gonna be meaningful that they're gonna literally hear and be like, you know what? Yeah, we're behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole leadership role has grown over time. I think. It was for sure something that was a part of me from a young age, mm-hmm. but it was something that for sure had to be developed. And, you know, I've, I've, I've watched guys who are, are great leaders like Richard Sherman's, DeForest Buckner's, Joe Staley's, you know, early in my career, even Malcolm Smith's, Quan Alexander's. These guys all were just amazing leaders that I was able to learn from. And I was blessed to be able to, you know, be behind and, and learn from them. And, the thing about being a leader and leadership, it's like, it's not about the guy who stands in the middle and is giving the raw, raw speech. Like, yeah, people see the me getting the, the team hype before the game and all those sort of things. But like, it's so much more than that. It's like, you know, first of all, you got to be yourself. If you go in there before the game, watching Ray Lewis hype up videos, thinking you're going to say exactly what he said and that's going to get them rowdy. No, that was Ray Lewis. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. You got to be Fred Warner mm-hmm. and do your own thing and be yourself because that's what people like truly, you know, connect with. connect with is being you know, somebody who's authentic to themselves. And you also have to care about your teammates. That's like the number one thing is a great leader cares about the people that he goes mm-hmm. to work with or and is around day in and day out. And that's something I'm always striving to be better at, you know, like is just always wanting to make sure I'm genuine because like it's so easy to get, you know, things are monotonous. You get late in the season. Mm -hmm. You're so worried about your, either your play or, you know, things outside of the building. I have a pregnant wife at home. I come in, I might see one of my, one of my boys. I'm like, Hey, what's up? Like, am I, you good? What's up, man? Or like, just something like, you know, that does like people always say like, Oh, what's up, man? You good? Like just something like that. And it's like, do you really, are you really asking that person? Are they good? Are you truly wanting to know how they're doing? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like little things like that. I feel like is what leadership's about. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun to, uh, to have, you know have that responsibility. I love that you are the way you are because, like, I just feel like when we have our son, like, you're going to teach him to be that way, too. <laughs> and you're going to, like, lead him and you're going to teach him to be confident in the way that he speaks mm-hmm. and to be a leader and not a follower in all stages of his life. If somebody's biting at daycare, <laughs> we're not going to follow and bite them. If somebody's punching somebody out in the school, uh-huh. play yard, whatever, uh-huh. we're not punching back unless he deserve they deserve it okay. and he really need to be punching on them you know yeah, I, I feel that so i think you're a great leader in your home mm-hmm. and on the field thank you honey you're welcome i try to be you are you are um okay well that i think that was it i'm so glad that i like pulled it together for this you did so great i know i'm not gonna watch the video because i'm gonna just like curl up in a ball and <laughs> I'm not gonna watch. Um, but th- you know what? You just gotta get through things in life. And today was ripping off the band-aid, Sydney. Don't wear a drop of makeup on a on your podcast mm-hmm. where a thousand people watch. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Eight months pregnant. No biggie. You it's look not what amazing. it's about, you know? You look gorgeous. It's about this. You look amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, all those things. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it, you guys. Um, unfortunate, not unfortunately, but so this is the first season of our podcast, as you all know, and we are having a second season, but of course there's got to be some time off in there. And that time off is going to be not this week, not next week, but the next week. So our last episode of this season is going to be uh, next Tuesday. Is going to be it for this first season of the Warner House. Um, we are going to take Fred is going to take the time for his team and himself as the leader of the team, like we just spoke about, to just be completely focused on football. We're not going to, you know, come on here and talk about the ins and outs of playoffs and all the things, um, God willing, that we are see it all the way through. So we're just going to choose to, yeah, do that for for the franchise, you know. But we'll be here next week. Um, the following weeks after that, we will be taking off and we'll be having a baby and we're going to be, you know, celebrating all the things that we're going to be celebrating at that time. So we will see you guys back, of course, for the second season during the summer. So it won't be too long. But um, yeah, I just wanted to like prep you guys for that. Next week will be our last episode. But we love you and we're so thankful for you. And this has been like the best thing ever. We'll dive more into that next week because not this is not it. We still have a whole other episode. It. Yeah. But um, for next week's episode, you guys, please send us in YouTube questions in the comments on our YouTube channel. And then if you want to listen to audio, audio only is also really great. You can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you can listen to your podcast. And yeah, thanks for joining. We will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Peace. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and to the Warner House on YouTube.